0: hi and welcome to how to uncover and overcome self-sabotage. I'm Andrea, the dominant mindset coach and I used to be a dominatrix for 12 years and now I'm a confidence coach and I love talking about self-sabotage because it is the one thing that can come in and just undo all of my good work and I'm here with Yannick.
1: Hi, um, I'm Yannick. I'm known as the Naked Coach on social media. I'm a confidence and mindset coach, and I'm fascinated with self-sabotage. So why do we do it? How do we notice it? How do we overcome it?
0: Amazing. And what are we going to be covering this week, Yannick?
1: so this week we're going to talk about the pleaser
0: so like people pleasing
1: mm-hmm. okay.
0: yep. so what is people pleasing about what is that so,
1: so people pleasing basically it's indirectly trying to gain acceptance affection by helping others pleasing them rescuing them or flattering and basically oftentimes the individual who is the people pleaser will lose sight of their own needs and can become resentful as a result.
0: So is there any upside to being the pleaser?
1: So just like uh, we mentioned like in previous um, episodes, Andrea, a lot of these saboteurs, actually all of these saboteurs were created based on an individual strength. And it's basically, it's almost like it's the dark side of, of a strength if it's taken sort of like, like to the extreme. So some of the strengths of people who um, sc- score high as a people pleaser, um, they tend to be very empathic. They they tend to be loving and giving individuals. Um, often they're tuned into others' feelings and needs. They're typically very uh, self aware emotionally, and tend to score very high on the emotional intelligence charts.
0: Okay, and and what are some of the The telltale signs, like the characteristics of a people pleaser?
1: So um, some of the characteristics basically has a strong need to be liked by people and attempts to earn it by helping, pleasing, rescuing and flattering them needs to be frequently reassured by others about that they're accepted can't express um their own needs open and directly and so we'll do so indirectly by having people feel obligated to reciproc of reciprocity of care there you go um and no we're not start- we're not starting over <laughs> into the outtakes
0: amazing and so like what goes through the mind of a people pleaser or a pleaser what are some of the thoughts that someone would have
1: so some of the thoughts is well you know what gee darn it like to be a good person like i really should put the needs of others ahead of my own um and it it really bothers me when people don't notice um everything that i've done for them um Mm -hmm. and people can be so like so selfish and ungrateful i give way too much and I, I don't think of myself enough and I can make anyone like me. Um, and you know what? Like, if I don't rescue this person, I mean, like, who will? I'm. I'm
0: okay. Yeah. And, and how does that make them feel?
1: So, you know what? For most of these individuals, basically expressing their own needs, they'll feel very, very selfish. Um, they are also worried um, that insisting on um, having their needs met will drive other people away and interestingly enough on the flip side of that they'll actually be um, resentful because when people don't because they'll feel taken for granted so yeah so it's almost like it's a a double-edged sword it's like oh it's like i like they feel the need to but then when it's not recognized they feel taken taken advantage of
0: okay and so what are some of the things that keep this going that that helps them to justify this behavior
1: so so here's the interesting part so the the saboteur um will basically whisper in their ear um i help others selflessly and don't expect anything in return and the world would be a better place if everybody were like me
0: okay (laughs) wow how did it start what was it that the spark this often in people who are pleasers
1: so so the original survival function of the pleaser is that they try to earn the attention and acceptance through helping others so this is an indirect attempt to have their own emotional needs met it's fed by two assumptions assumption number one is that I must put others' needs ahead of my own. And assumption number two is that I must give love and affection in order to get any back. I must, and effectively, it's almost like I must earn it. So think of it a a little bit like, you know, um, I mean, I I know most of us haven't been on a plane in a long time, Mm
0: -hmm. but like
1: security, sort of like at the, before the flight takes off, like you always basically get through like a, a couple of minutes of like, oh, here are some of the security features of this airplane, and by the way, and and the flight attendant always says in the event that we lose pressure in the cabin put the mask on first okay well this is a situation where it's like they would literally put the mask on like everybody else on the plane at their own detriment so so if if that's like a a a a pure example of uh of like how a pleaser might think
0: oh okay okay and then we get resentful over that
1: Then what would happen is that like they they literally like were gasping for air and then in their minds like it'd be like like i can't believe these people like none of them actually tried to put a mask on me
0: that's, that's it's wild isn't it it's like it's a bit like so yesterday i i was looking for my phone and i was i was getting about the whole entire house looking everywhere for it and i couldn't find it and I was starting to get impatient. And I was like, I can't, why can't I find this? Where have I put it? I've put it down somewhere. And, and, um, and I turned, and Andy was in and I turned, and I'm like, where's my phone? What have I done with my phone? And he's like, It's in your back pocket. And it's like, I had the answer in my back pocket the whole time. And I'm just getting so annoyed. But I wasn't saying it until I actually said to him, Where's my phone? I can't find my phone because he's wa- he's watching me walking about room to room to room just getting more and more annoyed and I'm like "Where, where's my phone and then I found it and he's like it's in your back pocket and and it's that kind of reminds me of just how you're describing the pleaser like everything they need is right there but they can't see it you know they've got all they have to do is put their own mask on first then you cut out the resentment you cut out the anger you cut out any of that that negative experience of life like
1: so exactly. yeah
0: that's that's interesting.
1: Exactly it's it's literally it's it's basically doing something for for somebody else but underlying you expect something. Get out of the goodness of your heart at this point, right? You're not doing yeah. it for reasons you're doing it with a motive and now when that motive doesn't get met you're pissed off at the other person (laughs) who never asked you for 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 this to begin with so yeah
0: and do you think that that so that sounds a bit like me in in previous relationships where I've tried to I've always went for a project I want to fix them I want to make them better I want to do this and that and then I don't get anything back and I'm like and then they're like I didn't want you to do anything do you do that too
1: yeah (laughs) i've been guilty of dating projects so it's like oh like and and i don't even necessarily think that i was aware that i was doing that Uh but i mean looking back now clearly but yeah at the time it's like oh it's like let me help this person and then once i help them then i'll be worthy of like their love
0: yeah and they don't even they aren't even a project they don't even present as a project most of the time I just turn them into one I'll find something I'll find something that I can go and work on and then and then I'll be like right cool now we can and at that point they're like no (laughs) so yeah interesting so I'm excited to talk about this on Friday and um and I think a lot of people will resonate with us. I really do. Really, I agree. Really do. So um, so Friday we have a clubhouse chat. It's a Q and A on um on clubhouse, and it's at seven pm. No, UK, no, no. Six pm UK time. New new time.
1: New, new time. time.
0: Okay. Six pm UK time. Um, and. It will be um, it will be on Clubhouse. You'll find the links within the description, so you'll be able to find it there. We'd really love for you to come along to that and just ask as many questions as you need to. Um, we also have a Facebook group, which I would urge you to join because this is where we put extra coaching exercises and little nuggets and things into. And that is how to uncover and overcome self-sabotage. Now we have one on Facebook or we have a LinkedIn group as well, if LinkedIn is more your platform and you're not a Facebooky person. Um, we also have um we have these videos which you can like and subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss anything. Um the last thing that you want is a big pile of videos to go and watch. So make sure that you catch this every single Thursday at noon. So is there anything else that I need to add to this?
1: Um, no. Uh, so yeah, so uh, Clubhouse chat, new time at uh, at 6 p.m. on Fridays. And uh, otherwise, no. Uh, all the links, like links to the assessment um, and to Clubhouse not stuff will be in the description. Yeah. And please um, come join us, do the assessment, bring your results. And uh, yeah, let's see how we can... Uh, how we can help you, um, get clear on these, uh, these sabotage tactics and how to overcome them. Excellent. Right. Cool.